So here I was, driving aimlessly upstate in early September. Too early for leaf-peeping season, too late for the summer people. Second homeowners were still in the city, recovering from Labor Day parties before their kids started school. As I headed toward Hillsdale, there wasn't much traffic. Pickups rushing out to job sites, a few electric vehicles with out-of-state plates. The morning sun set the river ablaze, igniting the windows of raised ranches that had been turned into craftsman homes, and a new Tudor-style mansion on a modest lot where the dirt still bore an outline of a double-wide trailer. Behind security gates, expensive subdivisions had sprung up on former farmland. I noticed a sign for a PYO orchard and thought I'd bring Nisa back later. Nisa loved pie. I sped on, only slowing when the speed limit dropped. A crooked sign stuck out into the road like a hitchhiker's thumb, entering Hillsdale. Immediately, the road surface deteriorated into chunks of blacktop and frost heaves. A sign flapped in front of a burned-out gas station, unleaded 99 cents. I passed a boarded-up dollar store, its vacant parking lot glittering with broken glass. You know your town has hit bottom when even the dollar store has closed. Hillsdale had no sidewalks. One-story houses with cinder-block steps and bug-pocked siding slumped a few yards from the street, separated by patches of putty-colored grass. Children trudged by on their way to school, heads bowed over phones. At one corner, I rolled to a stop and honked at a skinny gray mutt sprawled in the middle of the road, gnawing its front paw. The dog remained where it was, not even looking up as I edged past. Giorgio and Teresa were right. Hillsdale was a freaking dump. The thought of slipping back into bed beside Nisa with croissants grew more enticing. I looked in vain for a place to turn around without driving onto somebody's front yard. But after the next block, things improved. I reached what passed for a downtown. No cross street, though here at least was a sidewalk. And shops, including some that seemed to still be in business. A diner and a real estate agent, a thrift shop, a dingy convenience store that sold lottery tickets and cigarettes. At the end of the street, an old church missing its steeple stood on a corner. A sign was perched in front of it. I ate this church. Satan. I frowned, then realized a letter was missing. I hate this church. Satan. I laughed. Nisa would like that. But then I again recalled Macy Lee Barton with her talk of ghosts and demon babies and felt a pinch of unease. I should get back, I thought. It was inconceivable there was anything else in Hillsdale worth seeing, and I didn't need to fall back down that dark rabbit hole. Not now. Still, I didn't turn around. I felt lightheaded. I should have grabbed one of those donuts at the cup and saucer after all. But also, oddly unmoored, a compass needle wavering as it seeks north. I lifted my foot from the gas pedal and let the car drift for a few seconds, waiting to see where it took me. Across from the church stood another gas station, modern pumps incongruous with its ramshackle office. 
Immediately past that, a dirt road veered off to the left. I glanced at my phone. It had been only half an hour since I'd left the Airbnb. Nisa hadn't texted or called. She'd sleep for another hour and a half if I wasn't there to wake her. I looked in the rearview mirror and saw no other cars. That stupid mud hadn't moved. Ahead of me, Route 9K was empty, save where the breeze kicked up a dust devil or dead leaves. To the left, the dirt road wound steeply up through a stretch of birch trees, fallen yellow leaves covering its rough surface until it curved and was lost to sight. What lay beyond?